deny. Are you denying things of the Lord? Are you denying things of the world? I sure don't want to be denying the things of the Lord. That's a clear declaration there, a clear statement that I, I haven't surrendered all. And if there's any part, if there's any place in my life that needs a repair, that I need to surrender to Him so He can repair that part. You know there's a part that's not working on your vehicle. What happens if you don't repair it? Does it ever get better? No. Whatever it's connected to begins to be affected. And then it gets bigger and bigger. But are we denying the world? Are we denying things that are sinful? That's questions that I asked myself in this message before I felt like I needed to present it to you. <laughs> I'm always glad that the Lord deals with me first. <laughs> so I have to go through hearing it from Him before I get to share it with you. That's what He wants me to share. <laughs> So the medicine first is my dose. I got to take it <laughs> before I try to give that dose to you if you so need it and if you desire it. What are we denying? Deny means to disown. Is there anything that you are disowning this morning? When it comes to what the Lord says in His Word. There are some things that you are denying at what His Word tells us, declares to us to live. How to walk. How to talk. How to treat your neighbor. What to do in a relationship with Him. Through His Word, is there anything that we disown? Is there anything that we are withholding? To deny means also to withhold. Are we withholding anything that the Lord says to us that is His? <coughs> it's mine, and if you don't, Surrender that to me. You're going to pay for it. We all, I believe, in the house of God know this morning that if there's things that we don't do, 
And we have a scripture that tells us, He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, it is what? There's things that we know to do, and if we don't do, who are we hurting the most? Self. And then the second one, well, I'd say the first one we're hurting is the Lord. We're hurting His heart. And we're hurting ourselves. And then we're hurting our brother and our sister. Because God is not able to work through us and use us the way He wants to until He gets things cemented right in our hearts. To deny means to reject. There's, there's some things that you reject that the Lord says you should do. Maybe He's got a ministry. He's got a work for you to do. But you keep pushing it off. Rejecting it. Not so, Lord. That's not for me. <laughs> that's for my brother. for my sister. Not that ain't for me. The Lord wants you to do it. I can't tell you the times I've had people through the years being a pastor that's come to me and said, Brother, I feel like the Lord is wanting us to do so and so. And I've listened. And then I come to this conclusion. I believe He's wanting you to do it. Pray about it. I believe He's wanting you to do it. See, he's dealing with your heart. And you may be wanting to push it off and get the pastor to get somebody else to do it. <laughs> That's the easier thing to do. Get the pastor to get somebody to do it. <laughs> when the Lord wants you to do it, many times when the Lord gives you a good idea, you know, something that may be a, a good work, He's wanting to use you to do that good work. Mm -hmm. And He'll give you the means. He'll give you... He's already started on the, the convicting part of putting it in your mind and heart. And then He'll give you the inspiration. He'll say, okay, Lord, if you want me to do it, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to go forward. Help me to do it, Lord. We can abstain from what the Lord wants us to do. We can abstain from being involved in a sinful life. We can reject from being involved in following the world. And a very unusual description of the night that I found in the Greek. I thought that was an unusual way to say deny is to lie. I tried to connect that, you know, thinking to deny. If I'm going to deny the Lord, if I'm going to deny His help, then I'm going to live a lie. And I'm going to tell lies. I'm not going to tell the truth. Why? Because I don't have the Lord to help me and I'm not following what the Lord wants me to do. So 
I'm subject to, and my denying is to tell lies. The Lord hadn't called you to, the Lord hadn't spoke to you. No, he spoke that, he spoke nothing to me. <laughs> Lord hadn't told me to do that. <laughs> to lie. I don't want to do that. But we got some perfect <coughs> scriptures to follow here this morning. You saw that title for a little bit. You've heard those thoughts here that I've said. And I want the Lord to, to help us. Going back to that song, the little chorus, Surrender All this morning. If we hadn't surrendered all, I pray before we're out of this service, that if you've got some areas in your life that needs to be surrendered, that you'll surrender that to the Lord. Remember, your life is banking on it. See, I can't get you to heaven. You can't get me to heaven. It's the way you live that's going to get you there. Amen. I'm here to encourage you, to support you, to stand behind you, and to rah, rah, rah. You can make it. We can be more than victorious. We can get a victorious. We can have that victory if we want it. You can live a victorious life. You can live free from sin if you desire. You don't have to live and be in the bondage of sin. Sin is that willful transgression. It's against the law of God. So if you're not willfully committing sin against Him, willfully disowning Him, willfully withholding from Him, willfully rejecting Him, refusing Him willfully, then you've got help on your side. You can make it. I can make it. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before You. We thank You, Lord, that we have the opportunity to share your word today. It is a privilege. And it's a great opportunity, Lord. Because your word teaches us, explains to us, reveals to us, help, helps us to understand how we are to live and to conduct our lives. What manner risen that we are to live and to be around others. How we are to show ourselves and how we are to do. And we pray, Father, that your word this morning would help us to open ourselves up to you. And if there's any areas of weakness, if there's any area, Lord, that you're not pleased with in our life, that we're rejecting you, or Lord, we're refusing to allow your Holy Spirit, to allow the Holy Ghost to teach us and to help us, then may we repent of it, Lord, and get things right with you. May we surrender all that we have in our heart, in our mind, our soul to you. Go with us now in this service and lead us. Lead us, we pray, through your word and with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask. Amen. In Matthew, the 10th chapter, verse 32 and 33. Jesus is speaking here as Matthew writes. And Jesus says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men. Whoever is going to acknowledge me before men, he said, Him will I acknowledge or confess before my Father which is in heaven. Now, if we're not confessing, if we're not acknowledging Him 
before men, then we've not surrendered all to the Lord that we might think we've surrendered. Because if we've surrendered all to Him, we should be confessing Him before men. We should be letting others know about Christ. Do you have to preach a sermon to people that when you begin to witness to them? No, you don't have to preach a sermon. You can do simple witnessing. Just a statement or two sometimes may be sufficient. The Lord can take it from there. And the Lord will deal with the heart. He'll bring the conviction. You see, I can't convict people and you can't convict people. Satan may try to get us to think that we can convict them, but our convicting would be in the sense of trying to condemn them. Making them feel so guilty and terrible, horrible for the person they are if they're not saved. But God can massage their heart in a loving way. And His Word will go out and not return void and minister to that individual. He can hopefully save them and they'll respond to His conviction. And they'll make a confession. They'll begin to acknowledge Him. That He is Lord and they want Him to be their Savior. Amen. Amen. He said, but whosoever shall deny me goes in the opposite direction now. Before men, he said, Him will I deny before my Father, which is in heaven. So two ways then. Two ways. We can acknowledge Him before men, or we can deny Him. So there's two ways there a person can go. A person can acknowledge the Lord. <laughs> Amen. They can acknowledge Him before men, which is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be what? His witnesses. He said, you are my witnesses. Go you therefore. The same message that applied to the disciples applies to us present day. Present day. It applies to us, you and me. We're to go and be His witnesses. And we are to acknowledge Him before men. Hey, you know the Lord... You ever heard the old song said, you met me day by day and knew I was astray, but you never mentioned him to me. Oh, I don't want to fit that category. I don't want to be in that condition that I met someone day by day, but I never mentioned them to him. I enjoy talking about many things when I meet people, but very quickly I try to move to something of the Lord because that's where it's at. That's where it's at. It's not in talking about the secular things and, and things in everyday life of what's going on. Oh yeah, we all got our good and bad and ups and downs. And, uh, we've got our likes and dislikes and stuff. But things when you begin to talk about the Lord, oh, you're talking about something that's good. Why? Because the Bible says it's good news. Praise the Lord. And who do you know when you get around someone that's been down a little bit, they've been some things they've been facing and didn't like, all of a sudden you share something good with them. 
You know, you've told me some good things today, and I appreciate it. Well, it's just the Lord's Word. Praise the Lord. I'm just acknowledging before you the Lord how good He is. Praise the Lord. But He said, if you deny, if you withhold telling men about me, He said, I'll withhold telling my Father about you. <laughs> Who wants to be on the Father's side? <laughs> I want to be on the winning side. Amen. Oh, I want to be on the winning side of the Lord. Amen. I want people to know that I'm thankful for the God that I serve and that I acknowledge Him with my breath. It ain't just in the house of God that I speak about Him and talk about His goodness, His greatness, His mercy. I want to speak about Him wherever I'm at. I want to tell of His love and oh, His mighty acts. Praise the Lord that He's done for me. Amen. And then if we have much time to tarry, I can tell you what He's done for some others. <laughs> Amen. That I've seen He's done in their lives. Praise the Lord. So He has spread them all. Many things He has spread about. Many things, good things that He wants us to share with others about. Oh, the good news. The good news. Not denying Him. Not withholding from Him. Not refusing to share, but sharing the good news with others. Letting them know. Proclaiming to them. Matthew 16 and 24. These are very familiar scriptures to you, but there's some key points in these scriptures. I read through many, and I kept coming back to this one. And a few of the Gospels carry the same statement here. In Matthew 16 and 24, Jesus said to the disciples, He said, If, if any man will come after me. Now we've heard that for years. If you've been a child of God and serve the Lord, you've heard that scripture. You've read it and had it in Sunday school lessons. You've heard it preached, shared on the radio. If any man will come after me, what must he first do? The first thing that he must do is to deny himself. If someone says, I'm following the Lord and haven't denied themselves, then they're not following the Lord. It's pretty simple at that. If any man come after me, let him it must be your own obedience. I can't tell you, Brother Curly. You're going to have to deny yourself. Amen. You've got to make that decision. I can tell you time and time and time every time I see you. But that's not going to make you do it. Unless you decide, I've got to deny myself. I'm going to follow the Lord. i got to deny self. Self-desires. The old flesh. I got to deny myself. And then I got to take up, he said, take up his cross. Take up your cross. Your cross. See, Jesus took up his cross. And he went to Calvary for you and me. So you got to take up your cross. Now, you know what has been said many times? You've heard it through the years as well. That cross was the cross of self denial. I took up my cross of self denial and began to follow him. And if you don't, you cannot follow Him. You won't be His disciple. 
if you don't deny yourself. Because what will happen is, you'll always come out on top, I'm first. I'm first. Not the Lord, but I'm first. He wants to be first. He wants us to allow Him to be first. Let Him deny Himself, take up His cross, follow me. And then He says, whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Do you really get what he is saying in this one passage? Can I save myself? <laughs> he is saying, whosoever will preserve himself. Whoever protect himself, I'm going to save myself. No, I can't save myself. He said, you're going to lose it. You're going to die. You're going to die. If you think you can save yourself, you're going to die. Amen. You're going to die in your sin. If you think you can protect your own self, I can't protect myself. I tell you, I, uh, every day I thank the Lord somewhere two or three points. Sometimes in my prayers, I'll say, Brother Donald, thank you, Lord, for protecting me and for protecting my family or protecting the, the members of the church. Thank you for your protection. I'm not able to protect myself. I can go out anywhere as well as you can go out anywhere and I'm not protected. I don't have a shield around me, a steel shield that's around me that if somebody was to shoot a gun towards me or you know, try to do some harm that I'm protected, you can't touch me. I can save myself. No, you, you can't do that. You can't save yourself. You think you will, you're going to die. But he said in the very opposite was the other part. What did he say? He said, whoever will lose his life. <clears throat> whoever will lose his life. Whoever will die to self. He said, he, for my sake, she, for my sake, shall find it. You'll find your life hid in me. You'll find your life with me. Your life is bound up with me. I become your life. I become the way you live. Amen. And he throws the questions out that we can ask men and women today. For what is a man profited to gain the whole world and lose or destroy his own soul? If he gains the whole world but destroy his own soul. 
He says, for what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? What can you bargain with God today? That you've got. That he don't have. Alright Lord. This is what I'll do. If you'll give me your eternal life. You give me what I want. This is what I'll do. We don't bargain with the Lord. It's only on his terms. It's not on our terms. In no way. No way. It's not on my terms to tell the Lord what the deal is. Mm -hmm. Remember, I remember used to watch Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> you know, one of the daytime sitcoms used to come on years ago. Let's make a deal. <laughs> Sometimes they'd make a deal and boy, they'd come out good. And other times it's a bad deal. It was a bad deal. They traded a good deal for something that was bad that was no good. Well, it's not about Let's make a deal, Lord. It's God's deal. It's His way or no way. Amen. It's God's deal or no deal. Amen. He said, For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of His Father with His angels. And He said, And then, then, when He comes in the glory of His Father, when he comes in that glory that the Father says, okay, son, go get your brother. When he comes in the glory of his Father with his angels, he says that he's coming. Oh, 10,000 glory of the angels. Every how many he wants to bring thousands with him. He's going to come with him. He says, then he shall give what? He shall give a reward to every man according to his work or according to his deeds. What I've done. Most of us have a fairly good memory in the house of God this morning of recollecting back when we were certain ages. We can tell you, we can go back, you know, some's got a memory of a much younger age of recollecting. Of what you did as a small child from your present day of recollecting what we've done. Some doesn't have a good memory as others of some of the things that I did. But the Lord knows of all the works, of all the deeds that you and I have ever, ever done. Right. Amen. And all those bad deeds, all those bad works that I had before I become a child of God, when I repented, He bundled them all up. And toss them as far as the east is from the west to be remembered no more. Thank you, Jesus. And as I've been growing in the Lord all these years, and I've come to places that where I've stumbled or I have this weak spot or something in my life, or you know, something of a fault that I told Lord, you know, what did I just do? And the Lord says, 
Well, just, just repent. Just repent. Learn from that. Don't do that again. Grow! Grow. I like that word, grow. I thought about it several times this past week and thought that would be maybe a message the Lord wanted me to preach about are we growing? I said, oh, well, they wouldn't want more when we preach. That'd be another time. But, you know, are we growing? It's a good, good question to ask ourselves today. Are we still growing? I've been saved for ever, how many years? I've been serving the Lord for these years. I've been sanctified and filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Have I been growing all these years? Or have I just been kind sitting still? I've been barely struggling, barely eating, feasting, barely. I've been good. <coughs> the Lord knows every one of our works. Before we got saved, He forgiven. So, since we've been saved, He knows up to this day what works you've done. This been works has been like that of gold. Or if it's been like, mm, it's been like wood. Remember? First Corinthians 3rd chapter talks about our works being burned up. Or has it been that of stubble? <laughs> what has my works been? What has my deeds been for the Lord? And could it be connected to the, the means of me just rejecting what the Lord's wanting me to do and I refuse it. <laughs> refuse it. I've withheld myself from doing that. I've kept myself back. <laughs> I let the devil tell me I can save myself. <laughs> no, you can't. You go ahead and think you can protect yourself. You think you can save self, but you'll die. But if you die, if you die to save, you'll find your life. You'll find what life I have for you. You'll find what purpose I have for you. You'll find what deeds I want you to do. See, God will speak to you what He wants you to do. He'll tell me everything that He wants you to do. He tells you. Some things he may impress upon my heart that he wants you to do. And when he does, I'll come and I say, Sister, I felt like the Lord wants you to do so and so. You pray about it. But that's what I feel the Lord impressing on me to do. I mean, ain't, there's not one I've ever had me come up and say, Well, I'll tell you what the Lord wants you to do, and you need to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had me in church? No, I've never done that. <laughs> I said, I know what the Lord wants you to do, but you pray about it. I know, I feel I know what He wants you to do. And like you've heard me say from time to time, the Lord has told me, for me to say, the Lord told me to tell you, I better be not lying. <laughs> I better be not lying on the Lord when I said the Lord told me to tell you. 
So a lot of times he gets lied on. He gets lied on. Why is it? Because sometimes people don't want to do what the Lord wants them to do. They want to refuse that for someone else. I'm going to do that. Whether it's getting your hands dirty. <laughs> Any of you ever mind getting your hands dirty? I, nah, I don't think so. I'd stick them down in the mud and come up with a handful of them. <laughs> I'm getting my hands dirty. I don't mind whatever work it is to do for the Lord or to help you do any particular work. But I'm sure not going to withhold whatever work the Lord wants me to do in my life. I'm not going to withhold it from you because I want the Lord to use me to be a blessing to you, to be an encouragement to you, and to be that example of a faith walk to you that you can say, well, my pastor is an encouragement to me because of the way he lives his life, the way he walks, his faith in the Lord. And her faith in the Lord, the way they live their lives, they, they're an example, they're an inspiration to me. Don't deny it. Don't deny it. He says, I'm going to reward every man according to his needs. Yes, Lord. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for that day to come about. So you're going to reward me for those good deeds. I have a scripture in a couple of scriptures in 2 Timothy. Second chapter. Some people may say, you know, some of the things that the Lord wants us to do, I just it's just hard to do those things. Why? It's because we're worried about suffering. Are we worried about if we do those things the Lord wants us to do that it might create or cause suffering in our life? Is that as you know? I mean, think about it for a moment. That's a that's a uh, you know, a reasonable question to ask if there's some things the Lord wants us to do. Are we worried about concern to the part that we might suffer? He says, well, if we suffer, if we suffer, we shall also reign with Him. If we suffer for Him, we're going to reign with Him. But He said, if we deny him, he will also deny us. And he said, verse 13, if we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Just because I don't believe it, don't mean that it's so. Because it can be so of what God says in his word. It can be yes, yes. When I may be said, no, 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 no. Is this right according to what God says in His Word? No. When God may be said, yes it is. You're just denying me. You're rejecting what I want in your life. You're rejecting. That's if we suffer me. If we suffer me. We're going around. He tells us in Titus. One and six, fifteen and sixteen, he said, "Unto the unto the pure, all things are pure." 
But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. If someone tells you, you can't live a holy life like God wants you to live, yes, you can. Yes, you can. If you don't deny Him, if you're willing to suffer with Him, yes, you can. But it said, even their mind, their conscience is defiled. Verse 16 said, they profess that they know God, but in works, they not. Goes back, even back up what James said. James said, if a man said he had faith and had not works, if he said he's got faith and he doesn't have works, can his faith save him? He said, no. No. <laughs> no. No, he can't. He said, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient, and to every good work reprobate. Yeah. I know that Titus there was, as Paul was instructing Titus, Titus was being confronted with false teachers. Things that some would say in their mouth, but their works denied him. The things they did in my view. See, it's easy in our mouth to have mouth religion. I got that mouth religion. Sounds good. Those around you, boy, sounds good. Sounds like they sure love the Lord. They're on fire for the Lord. But they have no works. In their works, they deny. You don't get me to do it. Okay, what the preacher needs done down there? Let somebody else go do it. <laughs> Story reminds me of a preacher. Called for a work day at the church. He promoted it for about three weeks. Said, you know, we're going we're to work. And so, had many brethren in the church. The day come, he was there early, ready to begin. No one showed. <laughs> well, bless his heart. He waited, he waited. No one showed. <laughs> so after about 10 o'clock, he said, well, Lord, I guess me and you's got this one. <laughs> Works. Works. See, it's easy to excuse ourselves. From some things physical and even spiritual. Excuse ourselves from them. Because we have other intentions, other desires. Mm -hmm. We got self in front. Lord, you back here, but this is what I want. I don't want that. That preacher don't know I have to work five days a week or six days a week. You know, sometimes, and he wants me to work when I got a day off. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he don't ever think the preacher really don't have a day off. <laughs> but that's all right. That's deeds are deeds. See, there's a lot of ways we can deny the Lord. And a lot of ways we can deny Him. 
And Paul was telling Pilate, he said, there's false teachers that come around. He said, they do a lot of good things with their mouth. He said, but in works, they deny him. That happens so much today. It happens so much today. It does. You know what we call denying him? I'm going to put it to you simple and clear. The way we deny him is by this. Oh, I had something else I had to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Hey, did I just say that? <laughs> but I had something else to do. Mm -hmm. Well, you may have been. I did too. Mm -hmm. But for a little while was the works of the Lord important to say, you know, if it hinges on your job, that's one thing. In the chicken house. <laughs> you don't ever know when you're going to be able to sit down, do you? <laughs> Timer goes off, you got to run. But you think about it. You know, this just clearly, I don't want to be there. We're saying, I don't want to go. Denying any work. Well, physical work. The Lord ain't going to get me to heaven for physical work. I remember telling Christine and Not Christine. Ernestine and Bruce. Remember? Mm -hmm. One Saturday, y'all was out here. Y'all mm -hmm. came to the cemetery. I said, I can tell you this. If works get you to heaven, I ain't got to worry about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I can get there, I know. But works ain't going to get me to heaven. No. Alone. It's a relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. I can work myself to death. Mm -hmm. You can work yourself to death. But hey, it's a good feeling. <laughs> that feels good or not to work for the Lord. Amen. But there is ways that we can deny Him when we say, and I've got something else to do. I was planning on doing it, and I think this is a good time to do it. <laughs> well, when we give allegiance to the Lord, He knows what's in your heart. And you're saying, if I had an opportunity, see, this is where it all turns. It turns different. If I've been given an opportunity to do something for the Lord and I have the means to do it, I'm going to do it. You know why? Because one might say, I ain't missing my blessing. Amen. Amen. See, any works, whether it's physical or spiritual, I'm not missing my blessing. I'm not going to miss my blessing. Amen. Whatever the Lord has, you know. You may remember the old game we used to play as children follow the leader. <laughs> you know, you had to do everything they did. Well, you follow your leader today, or you know, you're under shepherd to the Lord, but you don't have to do everything that he does. <laughs> but you do have to have works. We do have to have works. That the Lord wants us to do. We've got works. We've got deeds. We don't want to deny. We don't want to say, okay, Lord, I can let these things go. <laughs> because right now, you're just more important to me. Do you know what the Sadducees? The Sadducees, they denied the resurrection of the Lord. Did that change the resurrection of the Lord at all? 
I believe that's why they were sad, you see. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's true. I believe it was. They had the perfect name. They were sad, you see. Because they denied the most important thing, the Lord's resurrection. That there is no resurrection. How many people's lives today are sad because it could be just one point that they deny the, of the Lord's word. That's not so. That's not for me. It's not meant to be. <laughs> okay. A couple more scriptures. I come to a close in Jude. Jude 3. Jude said, Beloved, when I give all diligence right unto you of the common salvation that was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Church, there's some earnestness on our part. It's got to be. There's got to be some earnestness on our part. We've got to earnestly contend for the faith. We've got to earnestly give ourselves to the Lord. Can you write down something this morning or today that you say that you're glad that you were able to do for the Lord? You write it down. You were able to do this for the Lord. You count a joy and a privilege that you were able to do it. I did that for the Lord. Whether it be something spiritual or something physical. I did this for the Lord. See, the Lord knows everything we do for ourselves. And He knows whether ourselves takes precedent above Him or not. He knows that. But what have we done, you know, for the Lord? As the old saying that we've heard years and years is the only thing that's going to last. And it's the main thing that's going to count at the end of the way. Not what I did for me, but what I did for Him. What I did for Him. Oh, Papa, Sodo, Ilamaha, Shiramaha, Shikandorabaha, Sandahita, Ilamaha. Oh, hallelujah. What I've done for him is going to last. What I've done for him is going to stand. Not what I've done for myself. Not what you did for yourself, but what you've done for him is going to stand. On that day, it's going to stand. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Acts 3 and 19 tells us to repent. To repent, therefore, be converted. Said, for when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Why? That He wants our sins, praise the Lord, to be blotted out. Oh, if there is some part in our heart that has been denying the Lord, repent and let that be blotted out. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, church. Amen. Amen. So that when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, we get to experience them. Oh, we get to jump and leap for joy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, let's don't deny how good God is, church. Let's don't deny what He says in His Word. Let's don't deny how He wants us to live. Let's don't deny the consequences of sin. Let's don't deny His holiness. Let's don't deny His resurrection. Praise the Lord. Don't deny who hell was made for. It was made 
said for Satan and his angels. Amen. His demons. Let's don't deny he's coming back. But let's do deny ourselves and take up our cross and follow him. Amen. Amen. Uh, you still love me? The Bible says you better. You gotta love me to go to heaven because you've seen me and you ain't seen the Father. You ain't seen Jesus, so you gotta love me. I used to get tickled years I'd had old brother Leslie Porter run revival and he'd be preaching something you think, whoo, he's scorching my britches. <laughs> my pants is getting singed. <laughs> He said, don't you just love me? Y'all remember him? I don't know. I had for about 20 years in revivals every year. And that's why he was. I said, don't you just love me? <laughs> yeah, brother, we love you. God loves his church. He don't want us to deny anything about him. Whatever work he has for you, that he wants you to do, don't reject him, don't refuse him to allow him to work in your life and prepare you so that you can do that work that he's calling you to do. See, we got a lot of empty pews that need to be filled. And it's going to hinge much of it on our witness and our going out. We can sit on the pew of do nothing and say, the Lord's going to bring them, the Lord's going to bring them, the Lord's going to bring them, he's going to fill up the church. Well, he might do it. He can do it. But He wants to work through us to do it. Amen. So if you love Him and He loves you, listen, don't give no space in our life.